Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are and whatever part of the day you're in. Hope it helps you get through some of it. Doing laundry or changing diapers or dishes, driving to and from work, conference period, lunch. Sitting at home in the evening on the porch. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and tell others about it, thank you. I'm very grateful y'all are the reason that the podcast grows. Don't have a whole lot to report. Well, I guess I do, but went on a run with the up this morning. The cattle do not like the young puppy, which means that when I'm with the puppy, they do not like me. And there were some mothers that made that abundantly evident this morning while we were jogging through the pasture. Had a little bit of work finally done in the garden, trying to reclaim what has been lost over the last couple months and managed to get rid of a decent chunk of poison ivy, which has been causing some grief amongst the family. So, and it is warm. It is warm. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it and share it. Be with them and their families. Bless them. Keep them safe. Draw them close to you. Help us to turn to you, Lord. Help our country to turn to you. Be with our leaders. President, vice president on down. Admirals, generals. Senators, representatives. Help them to look to you for guidance. Forgive us our sins as a nation. Forgive us our sins individually. Our support of evil. Our lukewarm attitude toward you. Toward our marriages and families. Toward our country. Help us to do better. Watch over those who are hurting. Those who are alone. Comfort them. Be with our military and our law enforcement, our firefighters. Particularly those overseas and those down on the border, bring them home safe to their families. And guide my words, Father, please. In your son's name we pray. Amen. So we're going to go back to a couple more quotes uh, about our founding faith that we've been talking about. I didn't manage to keep that Patrick Henry quote readily available that we read the other day, but we'll see if I can find it again in a minute. Noah Webster, 
revolutionary soldier, legislator, judge, and given the title schoolmaster to America. The Bible is the chief moral cause of all that is good and best and the best corrector of all that is evil in human society. The best book for regulating the temporal concerns of men. All the miseries and evils which men suffer from, vice, crime, ambition, injustice, oppression, slavery, and war, proceed from their despising or neglecting the precepts contained in the Bible. The farther we get away from the Bible, ladies and gentlemen, the closer we get to these miseries and evils Mr. Webster is speaking of. Crime. You can see that in the, the cities that we have that have done the most to kick God out of their concerns, daily life, institutions, government. You see story after story coming out about criminals walking in to stores, taking what they want, walking out with little to no consequence. In fact, you've got a national story this week out of New York, I think. I can't remember the city. Uh, the clothing store. Lululemon or Lululemon or whatever it is. I can't remember the athletic clothing store. Uh, had a, a couple of their employees actually call the police on these thieves that broke in and started stealing. And what did the company do? The company fired the two employees that called the police on the thieves. That's completely backwards and upside down. Lack of justice, oppression. Uh, the lack of justice and injustice you certainly see today. Um, you see people who do evil applauded, promoted. And you see those who do good attacked. You've seen a, a couple of different stories where a young man or woman has helped someone or protected others by stopping an attacker. And they're the ones that get arrested and accused of doing something wrong. And, and we've, you can go back to the George Floyd incidents that swept across the nation where we took someone who was a lifelong criminal and who was in that moment acting as a criminal and make a hero out of them because we've lost our way we've we've lost our attachment to truth and reality and we're going to talk about that in a different quote in just a second John Jay, our original Chief Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court, who we quote frequently, 
The Bible is the best of all books, for it is the word of God and teaches us the way to be happy in this world and in the next. Continue, therefore, to read it and to regulate your life by its precepts. You can't help but notice the inconsistencies in the 1947 Supreme Court that passed separation of church and state based on a line out of a letter from President Thomas Jefferson to the Danbury Baptist preacher that meant the exact opposite of what they forced it to mean. And these quotes by some of our greatest founding fathers, particularly this one, you see the original Chief Justice of the Supreme Court saying that the Bible was the best of all books, that it teaches us how to be happy in this world and in the next. And, and to continue to read it and to regulate our life by its precepts. So you have this founding father, one of our most important, telling us that we needed to read the Bible, who was the, the original Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. And then you have modern day Supreme Court justices telling us that our founding fathers didn't want the Bible anywhere in our institutions or constitution. It would seem that we would be much wiser to listen to people who are closer to the founding of the nation. So we've got, uh, I wanted to tie in one last quote here that we've read before recently. Because I think it does a real good job of illustrating what happens when we don't pay attention to the Bible, to God's Word. And that is the fourth rule and precept from Harvard back in 1642. That they, showing all profanation of God's name, attributes, word, ordinances, and times of worship, talking about the students, do study with good conscience, carefully to retain God and the love of his truth in their minds. Else let them know that notwithstanding their learning, God may give them up to strong delusions and in the end to a retrobate mind. 2 Thessalonians 2.11, Romans 1.28. So what this precept is, is telling us, right, telling the students of Harvard back in the beginning of Harvard, was that they needed to study and retain God and, and truth in their minds. Otherwise, no matter how much learning they had, right, so you, you translate it to today, it doesn't matter how many degrees you have, it doesn't matter how many letters are in front of or after your name, um, 
how many different colleges, how many esteemed colleges and universities you went to, what your GPA was. None of that matters if you don't maintain and retain God. And that there's a real good chance that if you continue to reject God and not, as John Jay said, maintain those to, to regulate your life, to read the Bible, that God's going to give us up to this retrobate mind. And if you haven't seen it, folks, and this is just recently within the last few weeks, but there have been multiple schools in different parts of the country where video clips have come out of them having LGBTQ pride parades with young children, elementary age children in some cases. And you've had teachers for years now promoting this. Uh, the United States Air Force is celebrating the entire month of June for pride. Uh, not to mention the fact that the Navy is using a drag queen in order to help recruit millennials. And so you, you see the farther we kick God out of our institutions, you talk about the military and education here in particular, the more immorality seeps in. And the problem when it's done in a systemic fashion, when you do it via these institutions, is that when you have really decent individuals in the military, when you have really decent and good teachers, and there's a number of them out there, folks, if you, if you throw out all the teachers and administrators and counselors with the system, you're making a grave error. There's a number of phenomenal teachers educators, administrators, counselors out there. There's a number of phenomenal individuals in the military out there. But when we institutionalize this evil, what are their options? Their options are either to stay and be silent, to stay and not be silent knowing that they're going to be fired or worse or to leave. There's no longer an option for these really good individuals, these people that would help our children and that would make our nation stronger to do so. And, and Harvard warned us about it and our founding fathers warned us about it. And yet here we are on this path still. You have to put God back at the center of our country, and our institutions, and our personal lives. We have to have this relationship with God and this knowledge of the Bible in our own lives and in the lives of our children. Otherwise, we're just going to keep going down this path, this dark path that's leading us straight toward the horrors of socialism, communism, Nazism, fascism that we saw in the 20th century. But regardless of that, folks, the, the closer that we stay to God, the better prepared we will be for whatever it is that's coming. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.